The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. Today is episode number two in our Rage series. So, uh, I'm going to tell you what, it's hard being angry all the time. <laughs> but Really? I just thought it was kind of like second nature. But, but, I mean, eventually you get to a point where it's just like, fuck it, I don't care. You know? <laughs> Let the world burn! I vote for Asteroid of Doom for 2022. (laughs) No, you all keep having this all wrong. I'm voting for Ragnarok 2022. No, Ragnarok is 2024. So I have to wait for an asteroid and whoever else might might survive that before I can start splitting skulls? Yeah, call the week. Better odds. Okay, when you put it that way. All right, see? <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's get you pissed off today. Oh, you want to oh. do me first, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm always angry, and I started last time. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated. Not quite angry, but I'm sure that will change as we go. So, <laughs> I'm going to pick a fight. Fuck it. Right? I choose violence. And today, I choose violence against Gen X. I am a member of the Gen X, and I know everybody says, oh, don't fuck with Gen X, because Gen X don't give a fuck. No, 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 no. Here's why you can fuck with Gen X, and I'm going to give you the perfect reason why. They're infants. They have decided that they're going to be the generation that hangs on to their childhood longer than is wise. Longer than any other generation prior to them, and they're teaching the current generations I'll give you a perfect example, and people are going to hate me for it, and I don't care. Ready? Star Wars. Star Wars came out. Oh, fuck you. uh, uh, See, I knew it. Look, when you were a child, it was okay to like Star Wars. When you're older, it's still okay to like Star Wars. But we're talking people who will sit here and fucking spend their life savings to go get autographs. We're talking about people who have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of Dolls from the Star Wars franchise. I know, I know. You're a guy, so they're called action figures. They will go no, out no, no. Spend... I just so it's not it's not the movie so much that bothers you as the uh, people that are just wow. I'm trying to think of how to say this. Uh, collectors. No, 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 that doesn't even bother me. What bothers me is the fact that people won't let their fucking childhoods fade away, like. Nostalgia is all the rage. And it started with the Gen X generation, where you can wear your superhero on your t-shirt with graphic t-shirts, right? It started with the buying of the the band shirts so that you could wear 30-year-old shirts and pay extra money for it. The fact that you decided that you want to hang on to your childhood so much that you taught the pre the generations that follow it that it's okay to be a big kid. And now we have the government trying to classify in terms of health coverage to the age of 26. When does it stop? There is a reason that basement trolls exist, and it is because people wouldn't fucking let their shit go. No, no, no. See, basement trolls existed for a long time, and they will continue to exist for a long time because they're keyboard warriors. That's all they know how to do is talk shit from behind a keyboard. What you have now are those basement trolls that grew a pair of balls and are willing to show their face (laughs) doing this now. Are you saying you're a basement troll? No, I hate everybody equally. So fair. But no, what, what I'm saying is you sit here and you have this whole culture about hanging on to your childhood. You know, they have remade the movies, and if the 
And every time Hollywood needs another cash cow, they prey on Gen X's childhood and remake it. And they sit here and they, they change it. They try to blend it with the current culture. These are the same people that stay diehard sports fans until way, way, way past the time that it's supposed to. We're talking about people who get an obsessive level of sports fan, not... Not just your typical, hey, I'm going to sit around and I'm going to watch it. No. I'm talking about the people that are, they wear the t-shirts, they wear the jerseys, they sit here and they get pissed off about stupid shit that doesn't matter in the real world. And it's... Are, are you picking on Reaper again? I am not picking on Reaper. I could put Reaper in that category, probably, if I, <laughs> if I wanted I know to. I know I'm love him. But I'm not. Because he has his priorities straight. We're talking about people who live and die. The same people who, by the way, will sit here and complain that they don't like what the NFL is doing when it comes to woke culture or kneeling for the anthem or any of these things that will still watch the football game because they can't not watch the football game. They can't boycott sports because it's part of who they are. These are the same people that probably drive by their high school and go, man, when I was there 30 years ago, I was a fucking legend. You know, those types of people. <laughs> the people who sit here and... But, but it, it starts to snowball. When you sit here and you refuse to grow up... And I, what, what really pisses me off is that in the same vein, we have people who are trying to sexualize children... To make them be more adult. But we want to take the opposite side. With the adults. And remind them of their childhood. No one finds that disturbing. It's like do we all want to be like. Freaking 13 forever. Hell no I don't want to be 13 forever. You ever seen the movie Idiocracy? I have not. You need to. Well, the basic gist of it is nobody's got, like, past a, a middle school education. If you go any further than that, then you're just, you're a menace to society. We water our crops at Gatorade because water is, straight H2O is poisonous. They, they, they base their elections off of who talks the loudest and the meanest. But they were told, Gen X was told by the baby boomers that because the baby boomers came from, you know, the boomers said, hey, we want to raise our kids better than we raised, than our parents raised us. And their parents were the World War II generation who didn't take no shit, who believed in the nuclear family and all of that stuff. And they were rather strict because they had to be. They grew up in times of depression and they grew up in times of war. The baby boomer generation sits here and grew up with this lack of attention and they didn't get enough love from mommy and daddy. So they decided that they were going to spoil the shit out of their kids or not pay them any mind, which is why you get that weird mix of Gen Xer where you have the whiny baby and the I don't give a fuck, I'm going to take on the world personality. That that's, seems to be the two divide, right, in Gen X, which makes it hard. But when you sit here and you get in that generation where I didn't enjoy my childhood or I enjoyed my childhood so much that I want to relive it until I'm fucking 80 years old. You get into stuff like, oh, I don't know, parents who will sacrifice their child's well-being and the things that they can have so that they can go stand in line to watch the latest and greatest fucking superhero movie or sorry, Star Wars. Oh, look, 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 or, look, 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 I'm going to be or, honest with you. That's only one facet of it. Or wait, there's one I'm, facet I'm that pisses there. me off. I'm getting there. Or they sit here and they want to sacrifice, you know, their child's well-being and food and emotional state so that they can get the latest and greatest toys for themselves. Or so that they can smoke and not feed their children. Or they can be on the welfare state and not feel any shame because their kids are getting meals fed to them by school. And now we have articles, and this is probably what pisses me off more than anything. We get articles where there are children who aren't going to be fed because the schools can't can't feed feed them because of the supply chain issues. That's what bothers me the most out of all of this is that when you sit here and you 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 believe that selfishness is a virtue, 
There's a book about that, by the way. That selfishness is a virtue above any other virtue becomes a detriment when you become a fucking parent. I'm going to take it one step further. There's a facet of this also that pisses me off about Gen X. Now, I'm not Gen X. I'm the generation after. But <laughs> what pisses me off about Gen X is the fact that how many people were wanting that didn't want to give their – they didn't want to discipline their children because they wanted to be their friend. Yeah. You sit here and you have – I mean, I have – I have worked with the homeless. I've worked in other in in different social programs. I think the one that woke me up the most to this and pisses me off to this day is when I sit here and did a program called Santa Cops. With Santa Cops, we sit here and we would take they throughout the area they would sit here and you'd put needy kids would make a Christmas list and put it on the tree, and then the police departments would go and with the help of uh, donors, they would sit here and they'd buy all these presents and then we would deliver them, right? It was an outreach program for the police department and they would deliver them. And we would walk in and these kids would be totally filthy. They'd be covered in grime and dirt and they would ha hardly have any clothes. And you could understand why they needed presents, but as soon as you walk in the house and see the big screen TVs and you see the brand new cars and you see the parents doing just fine. Cartons of cigarettes. Uh, I know it seems like I'm picking on cigarettes. I'm a smoker. I get it. But if it ever got to the point where my son didn't have enough food to eat, my ass would stop smoking. Period. Without question. Because you make that sacrifice. Because there's that level of accountability when you're a parent that you don't have when you're single. So basically, they're just freebasing their own personal gratification. Yeah. Pretty much. They sit here and I would go in and it would break my heart. I wanted to punch the parents in the face. I didn't because it's an outreach program. <laughs> I think something that one of my wake up calls to some the, the things like that was we would deliver food. My father was big on this. He was big on helping deliver food to, to families that needed it and helping them get jobs and things like that. And we went out one time and we never went again. As a, as a family, I still kept doing it and I still do it to this day, but I'm a lot more careful in how I do it. But we walked in and the kids were just emaciated, right? The kids were tiny, malnourished, underfed. And we brought in all the groceries and I hadn't seen the parents several times that we had come, but the parents happened to be home and they make me look like I'm fit now. Because okay. they were eating all the food. I get it. Yeah. There, that That is upsetting when you sit here and you see children suffer because the parents can't get out of their own childhood, where they can't get out of their own personal gratification. That bothers me a lot. Because you see... We've harped about that. We've harped about it a couple of times about where, you know, part of being a group, part of being a winter soldier, part of being any functional adult is being able to set aside your own personal gratification. But how many times have we dealt with people that, that can't do that? Yeah. Where they they will put themselves first above anything. That's not family and that's not a patriot. I get it. Trust me. <laughs> there are times you need to put yourself first. There are times where you have to put yourself first. Where you have to think about... You know, if you're talking about survival situations, sometimes you have to think for yourself first. Or if you're talking about your mental health, things like that. There are times that you have to think of yourself first. Right. But not but, to the detriment of, of your children. Right. Not to the detriment of your family. Not to the detriment of... Yeah, just... Friends family. that were supposed to be closer to family? No. I... I... No, I think there's a certain level that you can respect uh, with your friends. People that are supposed to trust you should understand that you're not going to put your own personal gratification on small things above them. Well, again, if we're getting into that type of topic, then you have to realize that when people react that way, if they if they will not see it and they will and they will not use common sense to come to a reaction or to a decision, then they were never your friends and family. And 
it doesn't matter. And you shouldn't waste your time on them. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to say, like, I'm not trying to drag up anything, but I'm just, it's that personal gratification thing, though. How many times have we seen that? Like, I see personal gratification. I want to be my kid's friend. Now, my parents didn't have that. My parents raised me that, you know, they were strict. Sometimes I think they were a little over strict, which is why I have some of the reactions that I do to some things. Because, you know, uber strict parents does lead to a, a form of rebellion at some point or another, most of the time. But, you know, they did what they thought was best. They tried to help. They tried to get me to where I could think for myself, act for myself, do for myself. They weren't, you know, when I did, when I fucked up, there was a consequence. And it was enough to tell me that this is something I shouldn't do. Right? Yeah. But you have now a whole, you have several generations now, at least two to three generations, where they've been raised with their parents wanting to be their friend, where they won't give them consequences, where they clean up after them. And we wonder why we have things like, that Brett dude out in out in California that raped the girl behind the dumpster and he got off scot free. Or you end up with situations like you know, perfect example. People are not going to be happy with this, but a lack of uh, of of being that guiding light is what leads to things like George Floyd. Yeah, that lack of accountability, that lack of realizing there is right and wrong when you don't have that growing up. It's hard to learn that when you're older because you're set in your way at that point. I'm not saying you can't change, but it is better and easier, and it sits and hold true longer if you take care of that kind of moral compass with children. And that's why they're attacking, by the way. You mentioned that it's like attacking children. It's like, that's why. Because those are the formative years. Those are the years that if you can impress upon them what is important, what is not important, what leads to consequences, what doesn't, you've basically programmed the perfect sheep. Yeah, I guess. It just, it it pisses me off to see people who would put themselves above their own children. I get it. <coughs> I, I, I do. Children can be, sometimes it's easier just to, let them have their way, but in the long run, it's never easier to let them have their way. <laughs> like, your priority when you become a parent is the safety of that child. I mean, you can take the Bible or moral code out of it. Your biological impulse is to make sure that your genes and your DNA make it to the next generation. And then to assist that generation so that they can have other generations. And yet, we have an entire society now where marriage and dating and having children is going away. When you get to a point where your society doesn't breed, you lose your family. And, you know, you're going to get people who are like, hey, you can't make fun of me because I like Star Wars. Or you can't make fun of me because I'm a sports guy and... Blah, 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 yeah, blah, I can. Blah. <laughs> it's like, look, you are not infected with toxic masculinity. You are affected with toxic empathy, where you want to feel for everybody, and you can't. You're biologically not wired to be able to do that. But more importantly, you're not masculine. You may be a dude. You may have masculine traits. I have a deep voice. I have, you know, I have a beard. You know, I, I'm all about that Viking culture life, and I got an AR-15. Okay, and what are you going to do about it? Your bitch ass wouldn't stand up for a 40... Uh, you you wouldn't risk your $40,000 a year job over this mandate. And yet you're going to tell me that you're getting to take somebody's life for principle? Please, bitch. Oh, no, no. I'll take it one step further. One step further. I always like pushing the edge, pushing the envelope a little bit with you. Odin, here we go. If if we had taught kids this, we wouldn't end up with a generation just recently that sat where 40 people sat and watched as a woman got raped on a subway and did nothing. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine seeing... What what is the saying from Boondog Saints? I know it comes from other places. We need not fear evil men. We need fear good men who sit by and do nothing. 
And I'm going to say men because that right there, that incident on the on the subway is a dude issue. There should have been one dude with this particular fortitude that said, no, nah, I'm fucking stopping this shit. And they didn't. They fucking took out cameras and they took pictures. And it, I'm sure if we watch the footage with enough people, we're going to hear somebody go, world star. You know, or maybe that's an older thing. But, you know. Hey, I know what that is. Are you trying to poke fun at me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Odin. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, think about it, though. They've done this so many different times. How many different times have we, we seen it where people, like even at George Floyd, someone, now mind you, I have no sympathy for the woman-beaten, abusive, counterfeit, and drug-addled bastard. I don't have any sympathy for him. You play a stupid game you win a stupid prize but what was happening could be considered wrong then you should have actually done something rather than whip out a fucking phone and be like i'm gonna court this shit now there were people there were people who witnessed it you could hear them in the videotapes that said hey you need to get off their neck hey what you're doing is wrong i get it but at some point you need to take fucking action period faith of yeah Accountability. Those people are just as culpable. To me, those people are just as culpable. If you sit there and watch a crime happen because you do not have the testicular fortitude to stand up and do something, and you do nothing to help the situation, to me, you're just as culpable. If not worse. Well, I won't. won't, I'm very die in the wool on that. I I, I don't like it. I don't know if I would go and call them. Like, okay, they they have a hand in it, but I don't think, like, culpable indicates that they would be, like, charges or something. And the reason I don't think that there should ever be charges is because everybody has a certain level of courage, and you can't... How is it that less civilized societies, less civilized societies, like, let's take our namesakes here, right? Odin and Tyr, we come from a Nordic-style mythology so to speak but if you follow if you follow the danes or the northmen or the utlanders even the saxons you know that if you stood by and watched something happen they actually punished you the same as the perpetrator of the crime i get it but again courage was courage bravery honor are things that are lost in modern day society at least what they actually mean yeah, they think it's brave to do a sex change, but it's not brave to stand up to somebody committing a crime. We have people who were on TikTok that said, I earned my flag when they're talking about the LGBT. Remember that TikTok trend? I earned yeah. my flag. What did you do? Bitch, you live under the very freedom that my brothers died to provide you. So you can fuck all the way off. If you don't like it, Take that same fucking flag, go to the Middle East, and I'll wish you the best of luck. Hope you can what? fly. Yeah, it's like that whole, <laughs> the whole idiocy to me of of all of them being free Palestine, free Palestine, and we're the LGBTQ, whatever. We're we're free Palestine. Wave our rainbow flags. Like you realize in Palestine, they kill you for fun. Whereas the world's largest pride parade, pride rally, is held in Israel. So why are you also against Israel? Right. It's just, and, and I know that y'all are listening to, to this rage episode and you're like, why aren't they yelling and cussing? Because I'm tired. <laughs> Not even I'm tired that, of actually. Being, I'm tired of being angry all the time. <laughs> Well, it's not even that, though. When you and I actually get angry, actually angry. Now, tonight's a bit of an exception because we're both exhausted from working on, on different things around the houses. But when we get angry, we don't get loud. We can. But that's more boisterous than angry. Like my wife, she tells me all the time. She goes, I'm not worried about you when you're yelling. She says, I'm more worried about you when you're quiet. When you're quiet. When did that be? Yeah, here's here's something else. Like when did when did that in your face? I'm gonna fight you, vile, vicious nature. Just downright no depth that you will not stoop to get 
your way, whether you're right or wrong. When did that become acceptable? Depends on the side of your argument. I'm more dealing with that. Uh, okay, uh, we discussed this earlier, and I'm going to kind of switch topics on you. It's one of these things that I <laughs> – it's a bitch of mine, all right, I, again. And this one I might get a little loud on. But really, we got individuals that got the vaccine. They made a personal choice to get a vaccine, right? And then you got people on our side that are ripping them a new asshole. Now, mind you, neither one of us will ever get the vaccine. Both of us believe that it's a bad idea to get the vaccine. Compliance in any form is a bad idea on this just because of the principle of the matter. But did you all forget that patriots stand and fight for the rights and liberty of the world's smallest minority, the the individual? The The rights of the individual, which means that individual had the right to choose. If he were to ask me my opinion, would I tell him, yeah? That's a shitty idea. That's a stupid idea. Why did you do that? But it's like what we've we've discussed. And one of the th- great things about having the guests that we've had is we've gotten to see that, that people have different benchmarks for, you know, trigger, triggers for tyranny or blood rock or bloodline. That, that line that does not, you cannot cross. People have different measures. Like ours has been triggered a long time ago. Right. No, I get it, but you know, you you had mentioned before you had brought up the the attacking. You know, when is that anger where you're not willing to cross? And I said, or that there's no line that you won't cross. And I said it depends on your side of the argument. What I meant was, if it comes to my family or the Constitution, there is no line that I will not cross. That angry, wrathful, you know, Odin that brings the lightning down to just destroy the enemies and scorch half the earth. Yeah, that is acceptable, in my opinion. But to do it to somebody who does, who, you know, that's not the great evil of the world. I think that it's the the discretion and discernment issue. Because there are issues that I could bring up probably that you would sit here and go, nope, scorched earth. Everything is justifiable in my reaction. But for shit like the ability to choose or have somebody else make their own choice, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Well, I mean, did people forget that the war that we're fighting is so that you have a choice? They get so wrapped up in the fucking battle that they forgot there's an actual war to win. I get it. I get it, and I agree to a large part. But if they make a choice, you cannot denigrate them for making a choice, a personal choice. Now, if they just acquiesce because it was easier, that's different. Fair. You can, you, and they ask you your opinion, you can tell them that's different. But you, if if you're just casting an assumption, you're making an ass out of you and me, because your assumption that someone is less conservative or less patriotic or less in the fight, because it, you may not understand. Maybe they need a life-saving surgery, and the only way to get it is this, and they made a choice that they want to stay in the fight, right? right. And there's I can give them that. And there's different levels of commitment to that choice. You know, we ask people all the time, what's your blood rock? Have you really thought about the consequences for that action? Maybe they did. Maybe they sit here and saw that line and went, you know what? This isn't the place where I fight against tyranny. This is the place where I need to do what's right for my family than worry about the you know, America. Maybe this is the point, because I'm going to be honest with you, you know, the co- the there's a pyramid in the military. It talks about God, country, uh, God, country for us. It's God, country, Navy, ship, shipmate, self, right? Where, you know, it breaks down the order. Mine is God, family, then country. So if I have to choose between my family or the country, I'm picking my family. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but... It's it's to me like I and I agree with you. That's how I am. 
But I, I don't understand because I'm sitting here looking at, and they're saying some of the most vicious and vile things. Like, I hope you die. I hope you get the coronavirus anyway. I hope everybody realizes you're a fake triad. And I'm going, did you all forget what we stood for? Or did you forget the battle that y'all decided you wanted to pick with Bryson Gray about what constitute a conservative and a patriot? That whole gatekeeping incident, and now you want to turn around and do it because somebody made a different choice than you. I sure as hell hope that y'all don't sit here and go, I'm pro-life and I'm going to attack everybody who's had an abortion. There is no forgiveness. There is no repentance. There is no... Excuse me? That is so wrong on so many different levels. Now, interestingly enough, there are times where you can, and I'm not going to call it gatekeeping, you can call someone on their bullshit. Agreed. That, there that are is, times. That is not like gatekeeping. There's when someone just... Yeah, when someone just violates every tenet that you stand for, period. Every if I, it goes against everything that you're for, everything that you fight for, everything you believe in, and then claim to be on the same side as you. You can call them on their bullshit. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. At this point, I don't even know why people want to go under any type of group name. Because let's face it, you can't trust anybody in any of them anyhow. You get people who claim to be a patriot, and they're going to gatekeep who's the patriot. Guess what? I'm fucking Odin, and if you don't like it, fuck off. I I ain't fucking you. I ain't feeding you. And I sure as fuck ain't married to you. That's why I refer to us as Winter Soldiers. We're here for the fight, for the, ba- for the war, not just the battle. And I don't care who you are, where you came from. But if we're fighting for the same goal, right? It is the cause, Come on, brother. That, let's go. It is the cause that unites us, not the groups and labels that we put ourselves under. Because there are a lot of Democrats out there I would trust a hell of a lot more than most Republicans I've met. Yeah. How like, weird is that? No, no. no. Like uh, when we were on TikTok, uh, who was it? You choose kindness. That dude made you think. Yeah. And you can uh, have a conversation with him. He was one of the people that I would always use when we would bring up that whole compromise thing. Not appeasement, because we, we've had that discussion. Compromise on certain issues that you can sit down and have a conversation with. He's one of those people that you could do that with. But you prove someone wrong on our side and all hell breaks loose. Or you don't fall into a mold. So fuck it. Don't fall under any labels. Fuck them. Oh, you're not a patriot. I don't give a fuck. You don't even know how to spell it, much less define it. Come on, let's be honest. I don't... I think it's a hypocrisy for me that just drives me up into a wall where I'm like, I'm not even going to refer to myself as right. I'm not going to refer to myself as left or, or center or anything like that. I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in the Constitution and I believe in what America used to stand for. And I will fight for that. Well, everybody else can go fuck themselves. Everybody wants to sit here and use the red blue, uh, red pill, blue pill analogy. Oh, you've been red pilled. You're starting to see the conservative or patriot way. Fuck it, I'm black pilled. Just sit here and I'll give a fuck what side you're on. Both sides are corrupt. Both sides sit here and they wanna they wanna fuck the other side. You cannot have a country that thrives when half of the country is trying to fuck the other half of the country just to be just out of petty vengeance or moral moral superiority. I think that's something we run into um, surprisingly enough more on the right than we do on the left. Because the left you can figure out pretty much they Let's be honest. There's very few left-leaning ideas that we we can agree with, right? Very few. Okay, I'll go with that. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that they they can't claim the moral high ground in their own worldview. They believe that they have the moral high ground, but the right uses terms like freedom and liberty and patriotism and conservatism and doesn't know how to fucking define them, or they want to shape the terms however they want. And that is bullshit. So what we have is a whole bunch of people that are angry, a whole bunch of people that feel like they are right, but they have no idea what they're right about. 
And that, see, remember when I made a comment? It's like, I, I don't care what your art, I don't care what your stance is as long as you can intelligently argue it with me. I'll respect it. I may not agree with it, but I'll respect you for it. And how many people on our own side that don't even know why they're right? They don't even know why they're, you mean right as in the political position or right as in factually right? Right as in factually right. They don't know what the fuck they believe. Let's be honest. If you let's be honest, let's take let's take the conservative TikTok on TikTok, conservative talk, whatever. Fuck it. You have people who espouse these beliefs, and then the moment that somebody that they're following that has a greater following or someone that they admire changes their stance, with very few exceptions, they will change their own views to believe what that person believes. There are people who will fight against that system. This is wrong. There are examples where conservative talk went after somebody who said something stupid. The Bryson Gray incident was a great example of that happening. But then they take it too far to the other side. Well, if you don't fully support the LGBTQ community and you want to talk about, and you don't believe in God the same way I believe in God, that's another big one on conservative talk. All right? If you don't believe the way I do and you don't, you don't support the same things I do, then you're fucking wrong and you're a fake triot and you're not really conservative and blah, 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 blah. We hear it all the fucking time. It just... It's angering. People that get lost in the battle, in the here and now, and forget what we're actually fighting for. That infuriates me more than anything else because they forget that what we want is for America to go back to being the melting pot it was, where everyone had the ability to believe what they wanted, to make a choice, to stand up and say whatever they wanted. Instead, now we have, on both sides, we have our own version of thought police. And goddamn, if you ever if you ever are guilty of wrong, think. Yeah, we went from being a melting pot to a toss salad. So many, so many puns. So little. No, time. okay. <laughs> in, in a toss salad, right? The the lettuce will separate the the ingredients will separate themselves with the slightest amount of agitation. The the tomatoes and the cucumbers or whatever they'll all go to the bottom. You know they'll all start to segregate themselves if you agitate them in a melting pot. That's not so. Everybody blends together and makes us stronger for it. Wow. Well, an alloy is better than any... If we're talking metallurgy, an alloy is is stronger than than any pure metal. Okay. (laughs) Maybe that's the wrong analogy to go with then. But no, I mean, I I sit here and I listen to him like, this is the hill you want to die on? This one. This one, because you don't tattoo 1776 to your ass. You're not as much of a patriot. Or because you don't talk big, bag, and mean. You don't just follow through and agree with whatever someone else says. You're not a patriot. Or you went and you made a choice like this for something that, and let's be honest, in the long run doesn't fucking matter. Well, I look at You're going to regret it. I have, I have people who hate me because of the simple fact that I don't, I don't subscribe to the same level of patriotism as them. Okay, that's fine. Do you realize that I lost an eye in the service of this country? Do you realize that I fucked up my body because of the service of this country? Who the fuck are you? I don't give a fuck how big you are. I don't give a fuck how popular you are. I don't give a fuck about you, period. I sacrificed part of my body for this fucking country. So for you to sit here and say anything, you can fuck all the way off. I have scars on my bodies. I have seen things that most people would fucking turn white if they had seen. I watched good friends take their lives because they couldn't deal with the stress. I have had to sit here and live in a constant world of pain. I was only supposed to live... In 2004, I was only supposed to live six to nine months. And here it is, 2021, because I'm a stubborn motherfucker. And my purpose ain't done. So guess what? Keep talking shit. Don't give a fuck. 
you know what? I'm probably one of the most dangerous motherfuckers you will ever meet. Do you know why? One, because I've, I've got a mama got bear behind me. And two, <laughs> I'm living on fucking borrowed time. I know when my expiration date was. I ain't got nothing left to fucking lose. So bring it, bitch. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, the most dangerous person on this planet is someone who, who lives by the code of it will be what it will be. It is what it is. Because that person realizes that your opinion of them doesn't fucking matter. They're willing to burn that bridge down with you on it and not care. Yeah. And, and really, there, there's, only, there's only one person I need to impress. And there's only two people that I need to be strong for. I need to impress my wife because I always want to impress my wife. And two... The two people that I need to sit here and that I need to teach to be strong are my boys. Everybody else can fuck right off. I feel so warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, there. I, I have other family members, right? But in the grand scheme of things, they are not who I am who I'm blood bonded to in terms of marriage or children. So what? nobody else's opinion fucking matters to me. Well, in, in what I don't understand going back towards this topic, the thing that's it's so infuriating to me is, as we sit here and we have a bunch of people that bitch and complain about censorship, about cancel culture, about how the left just comes after them all the time because they said something they didn't like and then flips around and does it to their own. Like, how does that make sense? Can you make it make sense? Yeah, it's a Bugs Bunny cartoon with Spike and whatever the little fucking dog's name is. <laughs> what you want to do today, Spike? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Want to play bat? No, I mean, no. you sit here and they, they, they seem to think that we're fucking animals and that there needs to be a hierarchy of who's the bigger badass. Guess what? Keep being the bigger badass all you want, but eventually people are going to wake up and see that you're the fucking bully. They're going to wake up and they're going to sit here and say, Hey, I don't agree with that dude is doing. I don't agree with that group is doing. I don't agree with any of these things. Mm. Isn't that called something like accountability? Yes. Keep coming back to this word. It's like it means something. <laughs> I mean, it's so important, though. And what we have is a, is a whole group of people that think that their, that their accountability is that they gave money to someone else to do work. Or that they went out and they said pretty words. Or, hey, I made a video about this. I'm doing good. I'm good. The fuck have you actually done? Have you reached out to try to help somebody? Wait, wait, Have you actually okay. got your hands dirty? Wait, I know that people who listen to this think that we're talking about a certain group. We're not. This is this is much wider and bigger than them, and we don't give a fuck about them. And here, I'll give you a perfect example. This conversation that me and TR are having right now literally was the discussion we were having about why the church, the American church, is ineffective. You have Christians who give money to the church expecting that to be their good deeds. Except in the Bible, it doesn't say give money to the church so that the church can do it. It said that you're the fucking church, so go fucking do it. In Matthew, when he talks about the judgment of the sheep and the goats, he doesn't say you gave me money. It says you gave me food, you gave me water, you gave me shelter, you came to visit me, you showed me love. Not you gave me money. It's amazing how that works. And yet you have all of these Christians that sit here and run around and say, I'm a good person because I gave money to the church. Okay, you are the church. Go make a fucking difference. Don't sit here and sit here and throw money around. You know, it's the same issues we have with the fucking government. Just because you throw money at it doesn't make the problem better. We spend more money per capita on education than anywhere else in the world. And our children are failing everything on a world scale. There is no 
top, there is no subject in which America is number one. Yeah, there is. We're number one in illiteracy. Oh, and drug <laughs> use and divorce and 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 abortion and um, per capita of citizens that are incarcerated. Oh wait, and we're the number one believers in angels. <laughs> But no, I mean, like, I adapted that because we had that conversation, and that's something that I've also adapted to when I look at people that say that they're patriots. I go, yeah, but what have you done? You paid a little money to Turning Point. Okay. Did you do anything with it? Did you go out and make a difference? Did you go to your Did you go to your school board to make a difference? Oh, you did. Okay. What did you do? Did you get up there and say pretty words? Or did you just sit in the back and watch everybody else talk? Right. Do you think that writing a letter is all it's going to take? Yeah, I, well, I, I don't understand. You like, and Trump me went, fix it all. You Trump and me went back and forth about the if voting is all that matters, but I think that is the the starting point. I, I'll agree with you that it is the starting point. I don't think anybody should be, you know, that that is indicative of what makes a patriot. But I think it's you know, okay, so you voted. Congratulations, that's your starting point. What else have you actually done? Well, I think it's the starting point of accountability, being accountable for what your views are and making a difference. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck that you supported a candidate. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care. I want to know that you hold those motherfuckers accountable when they're in office. I want to know that you sit here and you find an issue that they're voting against and you hold them accountable. I don't care that you like Madison, whatever the fuck his name is, in the wheelchair in the in the house. I don't give a fuck that you like him. And that you campaigned for him. I want to know that when he decided that he was going to support red flag laws, that you bombarded that motherfucker with letters and emails and said, what the fuck, man? How dare you support red flag laws? You're out fucking next election. And we'll put somebody in who will actually do the will of the fucking people that will support the Constitution. Because if you don't support the Constitution, you're not doing the will of the people. Period. End of story. The Constitution is written to protect the people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was agreeing with you. Oh. And, and that, that holding people accountable, actually, it's it's so overwhelmingly important, but everyone misses it. It's like it's the big picture that everybody misses because they focus on one side of the painting or the other. And it doesn't make sense to me because there are people like Tulsi Gabbard, right, that will hold more true to certain principles that we have than people like in my own state of Mitch McConnell. Well, I mean, we I'm can not dive saying I'm going to vote. Politics yeah, of Tulsi Gabbard all you want, but trust me, you're that, not going to like how that one ends. <laughs> no, I, I know how that one ends. I wouldn't vote for her. But I'm saying that, you know, there's when you really break it down, you want to break down to how are these people voting? Yeah, I don't care what they say. I don't care what patriots say. I don't say, I don't care what conservatives say. I don't care what Christians say. I care about what they do. Actions speak louder than words. If you sit here, you can get on TikTok and talk for three minutes straight, make a series of 10 videos for a total of 30 minutes. And I don't give a fuck. It is the actions that you do that determine what your character really is, that determines what I actually think of you. But how many people are wrapped up in that facade? They like the pretty words. Americans like to be comfortable. And the moment that you sit here and ask them to step outside of their box, they get pissed off. Okay. So it comes back to that statement I made once before where in order for progress, you must make someone uncomfortable because being comfortable, being complacent, compliant, is not, it never leads to progress. It always leads to regression. Well, what have I said? I have said it repeatedly. Trials, tribulation, and persecution does not build character. It reveals it. You will only know where a man truly stands when he faces trouble. That's fair. I can't really argue that.
And I think that's the worst thing is because I sit here and I watch people get wrapped up in one topic and forget that the rest of it exists. I get it. You want to be about men's rights or women's rights. I get it. Let that be your focus, but that cannot be your only fucking focus. <laughs> the rest of the world moves along without you. But of all things to get wrapped up in, the fucking vaccine. Now, you and I both agree that it's a shitty idea, right? We both agree that Oh, you want to go everything. back to that one? Yeah, well, because that's what's big on my mind right now, because it's everywhere it. I'm looking. I get it. If you sit here and you wish death upon somebody who didn't get the vaccine, you're a horrible human being. But if you wish death on somebody who got the vaccine, you're still a fucking horrible human being. Makes me grind my teeth. I mean, seriously, the whole purpose, the whole reason that people sit here and that this is an issue is that people, it's not unvaccinated or vaccinated. Because if that was the only binary, like it was a binary decision, it would be very easy. You got it. You're the enemy. And that's how people are thinking. But guess what? It's not. This debate isn't about whether or not you get the vaccine. It is your ability to sit here and choose your medical freedom. Period. End of story. Your ability to take a choice. Why? Because those of us with more common sense than God gave a fucking sponge can realize <laughs> that it, this is the first fucking step. That if they can get the country divided about vaccinated and unvaccinated, or that they can tell you that they can put something in your body, when does it fucking stop? And if you think it's not going to happen, look up the World Economic Forum and blood passes that have started to come back out. Look at their COVID pass that they wanted to do in July of 2020. Look at Amazon's fucking biometric palm scanning device that allows you to purchase. Look at all of this shit <coughs> that's coming down the pipeline. How about, how about in the UK they now have the new super cold? Where they literally fucking admitted that the reason that the cold is so bad in the UK, the strain that is so bad, is because you've coddled your fucking immune system for the last two years. And now, it's coming to kick your ass. Wait for the vaccine, bitches. Wait for the booster shots. Wait for them to tell you what you can and cannot put in your body. Because if you sit here and take the knee and allow medical tyranny, I don't give a fuck if you're vaccinated or not. I really don't. I could care less. But it is the medical tyranny that I worry about because now it's a vaccine. Say the fucking vaccine is 100% healthy with you and you're all going to fucking live 120 years if you took it. Great. Guess what? What happens when the next fucking pandemic comes out? What happens when they decide that, oh, we want to put a microchip in you so that you can spend money? Don't think it's fucking coming? You better read a fucking newspaper. You better check those headlines, because, and I'm not talking mainstream media, I'm talking go do your actual fucking research. Go to their websites. News media sites will lie, but generally the sites of these organizations will post it. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. You get stuck in a particular topic, you get stuck in a rut for a battle that does not matter. Yeah. So you can win the fucking fight. Right, you could win this battle and lose the entire war because you died on a hill that didn't fucking matter. That's why we asked where people's blood rock is. And not even that though, it's 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 one of those things that here's what really just blows my mind about it. It's like I just cannot understand this. Why? Why it's supposed to be a choice, right? We're all supposed to be talking about choice. That's why we want to fight, right? But instead we're Instead, we're eating our own again for no reason other than I want to chase. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, other than we're eating our own just because why? Because we want more clout. We want to be the biggest badass. We want, you know, we're more relevant than you are. Are you? I'm a, and this is one that drives me crazy. I get it. I think it's cute, but they're using it to attack people who aren't. Pure blood. I'm a pure blood. You're not a pure blood. You don't get to talk. Look. You don't think you're going to get the vaccine? All right. That's fine. 
I I support you to not get it. And but there's going to come a point where those vaccinated people that you're insulting, I mean, I'm just going to play the let's carry it out to its logical conclusion. At some point, the vaccinated people are going to be the only ones who can buy food. So where are you going to get your motherfucking food from? Well, because most of these fucks can't grow it. They wouldn't know the first thing. Here's the, they want to take such a hard stance, but they don't realize what it could mean. Yeah. Like, what happens after? Yeah, you made this choice. You made this stand. What happens now? Yeah. That's why. If you can't answer that question, then sit down and shut the fuck up. That's why we ask people about their blood rock. Have you really thought out your decision? The, the red line that they cannot cross. Have you really thought it out? You do realize that if you take that super hard stance, there is going to come a time where you lose your job, you lose your home, you lose your access to food. If you can't grow it and you can't get, you know, and you can't purchase it because your money don't mean dick because you're not going to get the RFID wallet with the digital currency and you don't have the high enough social credit score. By the way, if you all think that I'm a conspiracy theory, I just want you to know that those three topics are happening in the world right now. Norway has RFID chips. The government is already talking about making programmable cryptocurrency. And China already has a social score, uh, uh, yeah, a social score system set up. So I just put them all together because the one thing the United States can do better than anybody else is fucking pull that shit together. That fuck shit up. <laughs> fuck yeah. up a perfectly good thing. Like uh, we got a whole group of people that want to focus on uh, flag code. And I'm like, but you want to destroy the flag. You think it's okay to burn the flag. I get it before anybody jumps down my fucking throat. I understand it's supposedly free speech to burn a fl an American flag. But you know what? If it's free speech for you to burn an American flag, then it should be free speech for me to burn a BLM flag or a rainbow flag or any of those other flags. But instead, it's considered hate speech. Which I think is hilarious is because hate speech isn't actually a legal term. <laughs> A whole other topic for a whole other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to need to have that one. <laughs> we are. No, no, I, I, I think today gonna, we can boil it down. That one's going to be spicy. Oh, that one's going to be really, <laughs> really fun. But let's I think you can boil it down many, today. Let's see how many fake counts of hate speech we can get ragged up in one podcast episode. <laughs> it's not a legal term. Well, fuck. <laughs> Well, I think you could boil down to the two things that are pissing us off right now is a lack of fucking accountability and hypocrisy. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good rundown for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I fuck with Gen X, but let, let's be honest. I am a member of Gen X, and I, I understand why people want to keep their childhood alive because Gen X childhood was fucking awesome. We had the best movies, we had the best video games, we had the best music, you know, all of that shit. So, I get why they want to keep it alive. It's just, you know, there comes a time when you need to grow up and you need to put your priorities. And it doesn't mean every Gen Xer. It just means that that is a culture that was created then. I mean, let's face it. We came up with these great rock band sounds and about rebellion and now you have people like who the fuck is that band rage against the machine is now saying that you have to get i know that's not gen x but we went from fuck them all to now we have rage against the machine that's saying you have to be vaccinated and listen to the government and their distancing and guidelines there's the opposite <laughs> Of wait, 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 wait. You're saying that rage against the machine wants to comply with the machine. Yeah. It's amazing how coronavirus... False advertising. It is, it is amazing to me how, how, how COVID has changed the opinions of so many people that it has taken people who were against the system and against the man... And then made them the system and the man. They went from fuck the government to fuck me government. 
<laughs> man with the ponytail says, don't fuck me. A man with pigtails says, hold these while you fuck me. <laughs> I mean, more is not always better, people. But you end up with, and that, that kind of mentality, though, leads to things like the brown shirts. That mentality of compliance that leads okay. to things. That history lesson, we need to save that for when we start our OnlyFans. Because that one will get us fucking banned. Even on a podcast. <laughs> Damn it. I guarantee you once Google gets a hold of that one, we are done. Just saying. Because I have some spicy fucking opinions about that. Then I'll just say it this way as coyly as I can. If you're okay to turn somebody in because they got vaccinated or because they didn't get vaccinated, you are how things like Auschwitz can happen. Wow, I did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Winter's Call Rage. 50% more rage? No. <laughs> Le- more rage, less yelling. G papers, please. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.